to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. Oh, baby, today's podcast episode is a juicy one. I'm so excited to get into it. We are chatting all about sex drive in our episode today and how it fluctuates throughout your cycle, throughout every phase of your cycle, because we never were taught this information. So we think that we should feel the same every day. We should always want to have sex or we should never want to have sex or what's wrong with me if I was aroused and now I'm not and all these things that go through our head. So we're getting into it today. Now, before we get into it, there is definitely a conversation that needs to be had about sex drive in general and how some women, specifically if you're on hormonal birth control, you might not have any sex drive and you don't even notice a fluctuation where sometimes you are into it, sometimes you're not into it, and it might just be like blah. And that is definitely one of the side effects of hormonal birth control. It's not even a side effect. It's just what happens when you're on hormonal birth control. So I'm not getting into that in this episode. I've done a ton of podcast episodes on hormonal birth control in general, and I do talk about the sex drive piece to it. So if you are someone who is on hormonal birth control and you don't have a sex drive, that's definitely definitely a cause of it. Or if you're not on hormonal birth control and you just don't have a sex drive, there's definitely an imbalance going on in your hormones. We are definitely meant to have a sex drive at specific times in our cycle, not all the time. And we're going to get into that. But if you feel like you never really feel like that, then there is for sure an imbalance going on. Um, But again, I'm really not going to be focusing on that in this episode. We're really just going to be talking about how your sex drive does fluctuate throughout the month and what you can expect in each phase and how you can match maximize on it because I think it's a, when I started learning about this, I was like, this is so game changing, especially if you are in a relationship or even if you're not in a relationship just for yourself, because so many times we feel like there's something wrong with us. If you're like, Oh my God, like I was, I was so easily able to get into it, uh, you know, a week ago. And now I'm like, what's wrong? Am I not attracted to him or her anymore? Is there something wrong in our relationship? Like what's going on? So that is why I am having this episode for you today. So Let's dive into it. So we're going to start with the follicular phase. So the follicular phase, again, if you're new here, there are four phases to your cycle. And again, I have so many episodes on this, so just go back into the huge amount of episodes that I have here for you to find more information on it. But there are four phases to your cycle, the follicular, ovulatory, luteal, and menstruation. We're going to start with the follicular phase, which is the phase that comes right after your period. And it's about seven to 10 days long. So at the start of this phase, your sex hormones, progesterone, estrogen, and testosterone are still pretty low because in your menstrual phase, your hormones are at their lowest levels. So coming off of menstruation, your hormones are still pretty low. 
throughout this phase, throughout these seven to 10 days, your hormones are slowly going to start to increase. So since estrogen helps lubricate your vagina, this is a pretty dry phase when it comes to cervical fluid. Okay. I've done other podcast episodes on cervical fluid as well and how that relates to fertility and all of that. So I'll link that in the show notes because it is super, super important, especially if you are tracking your cycle and ovulation, which we, I hope you are, and you're not on hormonal birth control, knowing when your cervical fluid is going to be low and high is really, really important. So I'll link that in the show notes, but estrogen is the hormone that actually lubricates your vagina and creates cervical fluid. So since your hormones are at pretty low point, especially in the beginning of this phase, it is technically a dry phase. Now there are two dry phases. This is one of them. The other one is your menstruation phase, which sounds like it wouldn't be a dry phase because you're bleeding, but it technically is. We'll get to it, but it's completely normal for you to not have a lot of cervical fluid, especially in the beginning of your follicular phase. Doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you or your sex drive. If it takes you a bit longer to produce some cervical fluid or get things going, if you are having sex. So in order to optimize your sexual experience and orgasms during this phase, since it is harder for you to lubricate things, you might want to use a lube, right? This is a great time to do that because again, it's not that there's something wrong with you. It's just where your hormone levels are at. So even if they're doing all the right things and you're like, what's happening? It's because of your hormone levels. So if you do want to use a lube though, please be sure it's non-toxic made without parabens or synthetic colorants or synthetic flavors, petrochemicals, glycerin, like fragrances, all that shit is not what we need all up in there. Okay. So please make sure it's non toxic and fragrance free. Lola is a great brand. I will link that below if you are interested in checking that out because this would be a really great time to use it because you know where your hormone levels are at. So instead of driving you or your partner crazy or feeling like there's something wrong with you, it's just the knowledge of, hey, this is where my hormone levels are at. And not only is this amazing information for you to have so you can have awareness of your own body, but this is great information to share with your partner so they're aware and they're not like, what is wrong with me? Am I doing this wrong? used to be into this. What's happening? Okay. So it's really, really cool to fill them in on this too. So on top of that, this phase, because of where your hormone levels are at, your brain is craving newness. It's really wants to try new things. So of course you could do this in your life and your business and your career, whatever, but you could also do this with your partner in a sexual way. If you want to try something new, that'll get you more excited or aroused. Like this is the phase to do that. And this is also the phase where focusing on foreplay is really going to help increase your cervical fluid and easily, more easily allow an orgasm. So having this information is game changing because we think that the same moves, the same things are always going to work the same, but it's not. So that is the follicular phase. The thing to remember for the follicular phase is that your hormone levels are low coming off of the menstrual phase and they're slowly starting to increase. So it's going to be harder for you to produce cervical fluid. And it is also going to take you longer to orgasm. There's nothing wrong with you. This is exactly how it's meant to be in this phase. So use a lube, do some foreplay. Like it's going to take a little bit more effort on both parts, but that's just where your hormone levels are at. Okay. So that is a follicular phase. Moving on to the phase right after that is the ovulatory phase. This is about three to five days long. The act of ovulation is really only one day, but the phase in general could be about three to five days long. Now the 
towards the end of your follicular phase leading up to ovulation, you're going to notice an uptick in your cervical fluid as well as in your sex drive. Because in this phase, in in the ovulation phase, your estrogen and your testosterone levels are surging because your body's super, super smart and it knows you're super fertile right now and it wants you to get pregnant. Even if you're not trying to, your body's always trying to do that because it's what our bodies are naturally made to do. So since your estrogen and testosterone levels are high, your cervical fluid is way higher than normal and then not, I shouldn't shouldn't say the normal, way higher than in other phases and your sex drive is higher because your testosterone levels are higher. So from this hormonal uptick, your body actually produces up to 20 times more cervical fluid. Elisa Vitti talks about this in her book, I believe it was in The Flow that she talked about this. Up to 20 times more cervical fluid can be produced because of this hormonal uptick. So this is definitely a wet phase, which means your body is very easily able to produce cervical fluid, even if they're not doing anything to make that happen. Okay. It's just naturally there. So also your body is primed for receiving in this phase because on a reproductive level, your body is primed for receiving sperm for wanting it to be fertilized and to get pregnant. But you're also primed for receiving attention and pleasure. This is the receiving phase. Again, I did a whole podcast episode on this. I'll also link this link this below. The egg does not chase the sperm. Okay. It sends out a signal to drive the sperm crazy and then it waits to receive the sperm. So use this phase to get what you want, how you want it and allow yourself to receive it because it's easier for you in this phase than any other phase to orgasm and to produce cervical fluid. It's naturally just there. So take advantage of it. Take advantage of this orgasmic ease and ask for what you want without feeling guilty because this is the phase to receive it. And having orgasms is freaking so important for balancing your hormones. I did another podcast episode on this. I will link this below too. There's going to be so many things linked below, but if you're interested in this topic, go check it out because having orgasms is one of the best ways to help support your hormone levels. It's really, 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 really important. So I will link that podcast episode below too. So again, in the ovulation phase, own this receptivity, own that it's easier for you to have an orgasm and ask for what you want. Receive, 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 because you want to make sure that your needs are met right now. And then you can reciprocate because we're not always easily able to orgasm. We're not always in this high cervical fluid state and in this high sex drive state. So since we're not always in this place, why not take advantage of it right now and be in the receiving mode? So this is your ovulation phase. And again, this is because your estrogen and testosterone levels are surging. So it's causing your sex drive to be at an all-time high and an uptick in your cervical fluid, which is also why you are more fertile. Well, you're obviously fertile if you're ovulating in this phase because cervical fluid uh, sperm can stay alive in cervical fluid for up to five days, which is why leading up to ovulation towards the end of the follicular phase, you're going to notice an uptick in your cervical fluid. So you'll, you're going to be more easily able to get it going in that, in the end of the follicular phase. But for sure, the ovulation phase is the time to prioritize it because it's easier than ever. So that is the ovulation phase. Now we move into the luteal phase. This is also considered a wet phase. There are two wet phases 
and two dry phases. The two dry phases are the the follicular phase and the menstrual phase, and the two wet phases are the ovulatory phase and the luteal phase. So in the luteal phase, this is the phase, the 10 to 14 days right before you get your period. And during the first half of this phase, because it is a pretty long phase, the first half, the first like five to seven days of it, your sex hormones are still pretty high coming off of ovulation. So this is going to allow you to have more of that cervical fluid present, which is why this half of the luteal phase is really considered a wet phase. You're still more in the mood for sexual activity because your testosterone levels are high coming off of ovulation. So allow that time to spread out and really prioritize it and know that this is normal for you to feel this in this phase, um, especially in the first half of it, okay? In the first five to seven days of the luteal phase. During the second half of this phase, your hormones are now starting to decrease, which is going to cause your cervical fluid to decrease. So this half of the luteal phase is technically a dry phase. So the luteal phase is really one phase. You could, you could consider it a wet phase, but it's kind of both because it is such a longer phase. So just know that the week before your period, your sex drive is definitely going to decline and your cervical fluid is also going to decline. So that's why it's really important to take advantage of your increased sex drive and cervical fluid in the first half of this phase because the second half, it's totally normal for your sex drive to slow down. It's normal for you to be like, "Mm, just not into it right now. It's going to make it just not as enticing for you. That doesn't mean that you might not still be aroused or have any sex drive. It's just going to be not as heightened. So this is, if you are still wanting to have sex in this phase, it makes it best for you to have like slower sex. It's more suitable for you in the luteal phase. Adding in more foreplay again, just like we talked about in the follicular phase to increase that cervical fluid and to increase your mood and or use lube because it's going to be a drier phase in your sex drive is lower. It doesn't mean that you can't have sex. It just means that it's going to take a little bit more foreplay. Maybe some slower sex is going to be more um, beneficial for you because your energy levels are also a bit lower. So get some good lube that you use in the uh, follicular phase. This is really good for you to use in the week before your period as well. But honestly, like when you start mapping this out, it is so freaking powerful when you know how your sex drive is changing and that it's normal. And it's even more powerful for you to share this with your partner so they know what's going on, so they know what to expect, they know how to support you. It just makes it so much better than just being in the dark and thinking like, oh, I should just feel aroused all the time or this should this position or this foreplay is always going to be exciting or why do I need it now and not now? Like the, the things that we don't freaking learn is so mind-blowing and this topic I thought was so important to talk about because again, a lot of people don't talk about this because maybe they're uncomfortable or they just don't know about it, but you deserve to know and this is going to change your life. So I'm super happy you're here and listening to this. So Okay, that was the luteal phase. Now we move into menstruation. So in the menstrual phase, this could be anywhere from three to seven days long, and your hormones are now at their lowest level. So as your hormones decline, so does your desire for intimacy. So in this phase, you might crave some distance from your partner, and it's totally fine. That's because your body really wants you to be inward during this phase because your brain, the way it's primed right now, is heightened for intuition and really getting clear on what you desire and and just resting, rejuvenating, self-reflection. This is why you are craving that physical distance because your body wants you to do things that are alone and really go inward. However, right before your period, 
your uterus actually increases in volume. And this is something Elisa Vitti talks about again and in the flow. And since your uterus is slightly increasing in volume, this is causing it to be a little bit heavier on your pelvic floor, which can create pleasurable pressure. So your sex drive isn't there, but this pressure on your uterus can actually stimulate some nerve endings on your G-spot and your inner labia, which can put you in the mood. Now, this is so, so amazing to think about it because We're intended to have pleasure all month long. This is why your uterus picks up the slack for your low sex drive during the menstrual phase to stimulate you from within since your hormones are so low, which is so freaking important. Now, some of you are like, wait, Corinna, they're talking about your period. Why are you also talking about sex? You, we have been primed to think that our period is dirty and gross and something to be ashamed of. So a lot of times we just feel like, oh, okay, having sex during this time is definitely going to have a negative connotation in your head. But again, your body is designed to have pleasure all month long, which is why your uterus is slightly increased in volume to put that pressure on your pelvic floor. But this is up to you. If you are like, um, get away from me, don't even touch me, then cool, do that. But if you do feel like you desire some intercourse in this phase, release the idea of being ashamed about it, okay? Sex during your period can actually relax the uterus and diminish cramps, and the clitoral stimulation can help flush cortisol levels, which can also reduce period pain. So there's no right or wrong. You do you. Own it if you want to do it. Own it if you don't want to do it. But it's just really cool to know where your hormone levels are at, which is why your sex drive is going to be low, as well as your cervical fluid. So you would need lube, even though you might be bleeding a little bit, or maybe you wait till the end where it's just like really, really light, but you still probably will need lube if you are going to have sex during this phase. But it's just cool to know that our body literally adapts and changes our uterus to put pressure on the pelvic floor so we can still experience pleasure, which is so freaking amazing to learn. So the moral of the story is with this episode is to really just tap into every single phase and now start noticing where your sex drive is at, where your cervical fluid is at, and be okay with wherever it's at and and release the the idea that, oh my God, there's something wrong with me, there's something wrong with my relationship, what, what, what's happening, and fill your partner in on this. Obviously, if you don't have a partner right now and you're just you know doing your thing, you might not want to fill someone in on this if it's like the first time you're going to be together, but hey, that is up to you, whatever you want to do, but it's really amazing to know this information and to clue them in on it so that you can work together to make sure that you are going to receive the pleasure that you deserve in any phase. Even when it's a little bit harder, even when your sex drive is a little bit lower and it takes a little bit more effort, you still deserve to experience pleasure. But also know that if you don't want it, cool, like good for you. You don't need to want it all the time, but it's just amazing to know where your hormone levels are at, when to prioritize sex because your hormone levels are higher, when it's easier for you to reach orgasm like it is in the ovulatory phase and the end of your follicular phase and the beginning of your luteal phase, really just like tap into this. This is what I would love for you to do is figure out what phase you're in right now, whatever phase you're in, maybe go back and listen to this again and start thinking about how you can change things in your sex life with your partner, without your partner, by yourself, whoever, even if you were like solo doing things solo, this is still good information for you to know about. So just tap into it and see how this information is going to change the way you approach sex and the way that you maybe were holding yourself like on this really high standard of needing to feel a certain way or why isn't it? 
easier and whatever it is. Okay. So there's nothing wrong with you. It's just that we never had the awareness of where our hormone levels are actually at. So I'm just going to really quick run through this again of just like a little bullet points of each one. So follicular phase in the beginning, especially this is definitely a dry phase. Your hormone levels are lower. So your cervical fluid is going to be lower and your sex drive is definitely going to be lower towards the beginning of it. And it's about seven to 10 days long. So towards the beginning of it, definitely going to want to use some lube if you do want to have sex, but know that it's a little bit more difficult for you to reach orgasm or to produce cervical fluid. So note, there's nothing wrong with you. That's just where your hormone levels are at. In ovulatory phase, this is again, three to five days long. This is when your hormones are at their peak. So your cervical fluid is pumping. Your sex drive is pumping. It's really easy for you to have it real, a lot easier for you to have an orgasm. And this is the phase to really receive. Cause remember the egg does not chase the sperm. And I will link the podcast episode below that I was talking about for that. After that is the luteal phase. The first half of this phase, this is 10 to 14 days long. Your hormone levels are still pretty high. So your sex drive is going to be higher. Your cervical fluid is going to be there. So get it going. If you want to still have some sexual activity, you're still more in the mood for that in the beginning of the luteal phase. But in the second half of the luteal phase, know that it's normal for your sex drive and your cervical fluid to slow down. So slower sex might be suitable. Add in some foreplay, increase uh, the lube use if you want to. And it's totally normal for this to happen. And then same thing for the menstrual phase. Your hormone levels are declining. So your desire for intimacy also declines. If you want that physical distance, take that physical distance. If you don't, get some lube. Know that the pleasure is going to be there in a different way because of this pressure on your uterus from your uterus slightly increasing in volume because your body just wants you to feel pleasure. So allow it to happen. Tap into these phases. I hope that this was really helpful for you and really interesting for you. I also have a new new free chart for you. If you're interested in these cycle phases, I created a cycle phase and productivity chart for you. So it doesn't have to do with the sex drive, but it does have to do with where your hormone levels are at in each phase, what tasks to prioritize in your life, in your business, in your relationships, in your career, in each phase of your cycle because of where your hormone levels are at and how that does affect your brain. So I made it super simple, really like bulleted versions. There's journal prompts for you for each phase. It is like super so cool. This is what I wish that I had, which is why I created it for you because I get a lot of questions about cycle phases. When you're first learning about it, it can be really overwhelming. And the productivity side of things, especially in my business, has been game changing. So I wanted to create this for you for to use in your life, in your business, so you can have a little cheat sheet chart of what tasks to prioritize in each phase and then a little explanation of each phase and journal prompts for you to do. So if you're interested in this chart, again, it's totally free. Just text me cycle chart to 516. 516- Four three zero five one four four, And if you're already on my text list and you get the weekly text where I just text you information about your hormones, some inspiration, those kinds of things, it's the same number. So just text me cycle chart to that number. And again, the link will be below if you're driving and you don't have the number. And if you're like, wait, I, I'm out of the US or Canada, I can't text you. Just message me on Instagram and I will be sure to get it to you. So I hope this episode was interesting for you. If you liked it, I would love if you could let me know. Message me on Instagram, share it on 
social media and tag me. I literally am obsessed when you message me. And if you have messaged me, you know that I send a voice voice memo back to you, freaking out about how excited I am that you reached out. And I know who's actually listening to this because right now I'm here talking by myself, but I do feel you here energetically. So I would just love to know if this actually vibed with you. So thank you again so much for being here. Text me cycle chart to 516-430-5144 if you want that cycle phase and productivity chart for you. I hope you have an amazing day and I'll chat with you soon. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.